In today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, entitled The Prom, we learn that the only thing worse than hellhounds trained to attack students in formal wear is an informal breakup at the bottom of the sewer. My name's Tavia. My name's James. And this is What, what the, the Hell Mouth. What's up, guys? Like we said, this is what the hell now. Um, before we get into the thick of things, I just got to ask James, how are your weeks? A weeks has been good. And also, guys. Well, we're, we we got to scrap the, the intro yeah. thing. I'll, maybe we do this. What do you think we should do for the intro? If we were, or I guess we do now, like it's a week before each episode, we could ask for crowdsourced intros. TC is giving a face <laughs> like he is not down for that. But and I had in my mind a new one. I just, this one is just... It was great. It was great while it lasted. I just, it's not, it's put, not easy to do. Put the basketball down. <laughs> <laughs> I am finally not in a corner caged off by cushions from a chair. So now I'm sitting in front of the computer screen where I can see what TC is doing. And he was just throwing a basketball <laughs> up into the air, mouth away from the microphone. My bad. Oh, um, my God. I had a new idea for like season four, but I, I think, you know, maybe the last episode of season three, we might lay this one to rest because... Oh, y'all, it is, it, I don't think it's been easy to come up with one for maybe the last half of, of What the Hell Mouth. Yeah, it's... We've been struggling since, like, season two. <laughs> it's uh, like we try to get too wordy with it, then realize, like, oh, we we can't do that. And then it's like sometimes in the, ep the episodes are so, like, filler episodes that I'm like, I didn't learn anything. So then we have to be like, oh, today we learned that when one door opens, a, a demon, uh, it's a portal, and, and then... Is that funny? <laughs> doing that? Or what one of us will do is just do one that's really offensive. And we're like, I guess. And then after trying to record it, we're like, I don't know about this. Man, remember when they used to be so funny? We'd have to do them like eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're just so wordy that we have to do them like eight times. <laughs> but also it's because we were looking at each other. And trying just not to weird each other out. I don't know. Back during the old world. Yeah. Jesus One Christ, day. I have headphones in. <laughs> what? But you're, you said you did the yeah thing and I have headphones in. So oh, it was like, too yeah. loud. Sorry. Yeah. For your weeks? Oh, I started making cold brew at home and it's, and it's the first time I've ever tried cold brew. And I'm like, holy shit, this tastes so good. But then after my first, I, I only had half a cup. And then I was like, I'll, I'll wait for the next because I just wanted to see how it tasted. And it's so good. And then by the time Nicole got up like 30 minutes later, I was like, Nicole, I'm not feeling like wired and crazy, but my bones are shaking. And please make sure that I only drink maximum one small cup a day. Man, 
that is not me at all. I could probably do like four cups of coffee, three Red Bulls, and a five-hour energy and be like, damn, I'm tired. Because I, I have a nut milk bag now, so I, so you can make your own nuts I have milk. one of those, too. Yeah. So start, I was like, oh, I'll use this to make cold brew, <laughs> kept it in there for 24 hours, and it's so delicious. Mine uh, was a, a joke about ejaculate. I don't actually have a nut milk bag. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought know. you did. No, I have uh, just regular. I have a Keurig, um, and I just recently bought some more uh, K cups because I've been doing Red Bulls. Like I drink a Red Bull a day, but just because I enjoy the taste, they don't wake me. Like I'll drink a Red Bull and then go back to sleep. So I've been trying to get into like coffee because of late. Like I used to have a really great routine earlier in the summer. I'd wake up at eight a.m. I go for a bike ride. I'd exercise, and now it's like I wake up at noon and I probably go back to sleep. Uh, I fill out some job applications. Then I go back to sleep, and then I wake up and I play The Sims. I probably go back to sleep. Um, you then I, you love EA, and I do. And then I wake up probably at like five p.m. Have some breakfast, go back to sleep. Wake up at seven, take a shower, go back to sleep. Wake up at ten p.m. and then I can't sleep anymore. So I probably play two K. The amount you sleep is mind boggling. <laughs> I get maybe seven hours on a good night because Frank is now in this groove of coming in the room violently screaming until like I wake up. So like he doesn't wake up Nicole. Don't know how on the first scream it isn't waking Nicole up or she's she's just pretending. So I will take care of him. And then I'm at I'm up at seven and having to feed him one little bit while I get all of my normal shit going. No, that is not for me. Unless, like, uh, I'll wake up. We do road trips, me and Rachel, and sometimes Morgan. Oh, look at this man. Oh, my God, that cat is sleeping so cute. He's just so precious. He's bad as hell, though. He just stole a piece of lettuce out of my bowl of salad. And then I took it from Oh, no, I tried to take that piece from him, but he started eating real fast, and no matter how much <laughs> I sprayed him, he wouldn't stop eating it. Um, <laughs> So he got that one. And then I looked over and he had another piece. And I was like, I don't even know where you could have got that from because you weren't in the bowl. Um, but I took that one out of his mouth. So then he walked around and just licked the living room floor. This morning, Frank again went poop, stepped in it, and then just tracked it everywhere. Oh. And also, like, he some, like he tries to, like, shake it off his leg so it gets, like, chest level on the wall. Oh. He's done this now twice. The first time I handled it, and then Nicole discovered it this time, so she handled the most of it, but I wiped his paw, like I cleaned his paw off this time. Damn. I was in your old uh, your old stomping grounds on Thursday. Where? What Michigan. Old? Oh, okay. Where were you in Michigan? Frankenmouth. Oh. Frankenmouth? Yeah. Frankenmouth? You go to the Santa Claus shop? It was huge, uh... And they have a bunch of stuff, and they're like, please don't stand on this. And I was like, fuck that. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> so I stood on it. It was great. What stuff were you standing on? Uh, they have this polar bear that like, you can take a picture with, but you can also sit on him. I stood on him. I stood on this sleigh that they asked you not to stand on. I stood on the rocks, the rock bed next to the nativity scene. And there was one more thing. Oh, they have a wreath that you can take a picture uh, sitting in front of, and I stood on that also. Damn. You're standing everywhere. I stand everywhere. It's the most standing I do in like a full week because of the depression. 
<laughs> but I think that oh, I binged watched a TV show. I think it took me about a week. What one? Uh, a different world. It was really good, and I love TV shows um, where like the uh, the horrible couple, like you grow up and you realize that that couple that like everybody loved when you were little is terrible. Like the the Ross and the Rachel and the Buffy and the was, Angel. No, I was actually about to spoil it, and I had to stop talking because it was like my my brain was like, "Still say it," and I was like, "No, he doesn't know yet," and I was like, "Still say it." Still say but what? No, I can't, I'm not going to spoil it. That Buffy and Angel are done. No, that's not the couple I was going to talk okay. about. Oh, well, like, uh, no, you guys have already spoiled that. Obviously, Willow and Oz. That wasn't what I mean. I don't get. Uh, there are not really many Willow couple. Oh, I care about. Oh my God, are you, dude? Don't tell no. me Wesley and Cordelia break up. First of all, I don't like Wesley and Cordelia just as a. Um, I don't like what they represent. Yeah, I don't like them. But like Logan and Veronica and stuff. And essentially, I was watching it, and Whitley and Dwayne are some of the worst. They're a terrible couple. They're terrible together. He's like, it's really written because it's a spinoff of the Cosby Show. And I just think maybe like late 80s, early 90s, the idea was like um, it was funny to be like, you know, the best way to make your woman happy is to uh, shut up. And that would they're like there are just full episodes where like a guy will be like, I need advice. And the older men are like, all you got to do to please a woman is shut the hell up. And then they don't. So I didn't really understand that. Like It's like nobody is taking that advice. I will <clears throat> to people out there when I stop talking and i'm not like alert nicole panics she's like what the fuck is wrong did i like not that she did something she like thinks that i'm about to like kill myself or something so like don't uh maybe with other people who are uh traditionally and stereotypically in good mental health maybe shutting up will like make your woman do something i don't know if I've learned anything from relationships, I would actually say communication would be <laughs> the exact opposite yeah. of shutting the fuck up might be the, but, um, learn sign so language. Dwayne is very like, um, macho and like, uh, like um, misogynistic. And, um, Whitley is like prissy and from this, like very, very upper class background and kind of think she's better than everybody at the college. And at first, Dwayne likes – have you ever seen a single episode of The Cosby Show? Yeah, uh, many episodes. So I'm very surprised. Except and that maybe is a me issue. Uh, that uh, <laughs> This show I do not know. So I'm so, wondering who spe- who's is, who is a spun-off. The daughter, Denise, okay. um, goes to college, and the show's about her. But then after the first season during the hiatus, Lisa Bonet gets pregnant, and Bill Cosby was like, Lisa Bonet is pregnant, not Denise. So they kicked her off the show. Um, and had to bring Whitley on as because originally Dwayne is like in love with Denise. And then in the second season, he's not really into anybody until the end when he and Whitley are like, boom. But then they're like, nah, nah. or maybe maybe that is season three. Yeah, because season two, he's not interested in anybody. They're actually all kind of mean to Whitley. Can I um, ask you, how many seasons of this is there? Six. One week? Yeah. <laughs> it's also an old sitcom, so 20 to 22 episodes a season. I think there were like most, like three seasons had 25, three seasons had 22. Jesus. Yeah. I was just at like, and it was hard because some of the episodes I was like, I don't care about this. 
And then it was like, I got to a point where I was like, at the, I was at the start of season five, Whitley and Dwayne were together. I was like, okay, this is great. They were engaged at the start of season five. And I was like, I can just power through to the end of season six. It was like one o'clock in the morning. It might've been like 10 PM when I decided to do it. Um, but Whitley and Dwayne break up and then she meets this new guy, Byron, that she ends up getting engaged to and almost marrying. And I'm watching, watching, watching. And I had gotten like three episodes past and I decided to binge watch it. And I was like, damn, she still ain't admiring yet. I'm a little tired. So I watched through the episode where she meets him, about which I was very upset. How dare you get in the way of my like toxic, problematic fave of a couple? They were supposed to be together. But it's really great. I wouldn't encourage anyone to watch it, but essentially for like, a, <laughs> a, like if you like like that vague toxicity, what ends up happening is she gets engaged to Byron and the day of her wedding, Dwayne is like, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to go. So is your so eye forth. okay? There is something in my eye. This is just really in there. Oh, I got it. Hold okay. On. Look at that. I can't, it's not focusing. I, I cannot see it. I still, no, you're. What TC is doing is just, he is putting his, okay, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay, there we go. It's just a hair? There's an eyelash. No, there's still something in there, but. Oh, my God. Yeah, the the eyelash, yeah, you just plucked the eyelash out by rubbing it. Let it go. Let Um, it go. So, all of them are like, you know, you were just engaged to Dwayne three months ago. Maybe, you know, you're moving too fast, but nobody will really say this to her. It's just what everybody thinks. So the day of her wedding comes and she's standing up there and the pastor is like, oh, do you take Byron? And she starts looking around and she sees Dwayne's face everywhere. She turns to Byron. And he's like, is everything OK? But he's Dwayne. The pastor is like, hey, you know, you got to speak up. He's Dwayne. Her mom is like, baby, it's time for you to say I do. And she's Dwayne. Um, so then they're all like, you know, you got to say something. And then Dwayne is like, do you take me to be? No, no, no. He's like, um. They're like, oh, will you take this man, so on and so forth. So then Dwayne gets up because he has decided to come. And he's like, will you? And they all turn around and they're like, oh, my God. And it's a live studio audience that I actually think was a real live studio audience, not those recorded ones. Because the people are like, oh, my God. And then he storms up the like aisle and he's like, I love you and I want you to be my wife. And Byron is like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, my bad, dude. I really love her. Um, so essentially he's like, oh, did you take me to be your husband? And she's like, I do. And then he runs up and this is where I don't think it's realistic because he would have had to have a marriage license. He runs up, Byron leaves, Dwayne runs up and then they just get married. And that's the end of the season. It's, it's crazy that you recapping six seasons of a show took less time than you recapping one season of Veronica Mars you didn't agree with. I hated that. Oh, but that was also only five (laughs) or six seasons. And season six, it was like they were trying to, because it was a college, they were trying to get us, I think, accustomed to like a new crop of kids so they could do an additional spinoff. And I was like, I'm okay. Plus one of them is Jada Pinkett. And it reminded me why I didn't like Jada Pinkett until I was an adult. I hated her character on the show. But I I said all that to say A Different World is a great show, but rewatching it as I grew up, I realized I didn't like a lot of them. Um, and a lot of people that I used to like, I actually hate now. Yeah. Just like so that was in real life. I don't know? think I hate anybody in real life. Some people you grow up with, you think, oh, man, they're so cool. But then you realize they kind of suck. Oh, almost Oh, my stuff. TC picked the basketball <laughs> up and is trying to spin it on his finger. <laughs> I don't know why I can't get it. Do you think they have bigger fingers? Maybe if I do it on two. Hold on. No, you talk. I... Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I forgot that this is an audio medium. Guys, today we watched Buffy uh, released whenever it was uh, all mad crazy. And it's the, okay, so this is crazy. We watched the prom, and in the prom, TC is no longer on camera. Yeah, hold on. I was looking it up. Hold on. The prom, season three, episode uh, 20, original air date, May 11th, 1999. It's a good day to go to prom. And it's a good prom date. It's insane that these last four episodes, or at least last, th- but last three story arcs really have to do with oh, a shooter at the school, a pack of demon hounds mass murdering the prom, and then like at graduation day, I'm assuming uh, some shit goes down. Well, there were the demonic spiders in the episode before this one. Though that episode was mostly just about Willow being kidnapped, so. Yeah, I forgot about that episode. I thought the last episode we just did was him wanting to off himself. But with, but like these being recorded before Columbine, I know we talked about it before, but it is insane that there's a cacophony of all this crazy shit that had to be pushed back for good reason, but it's art imitating life but before life happens like i think um they aired the prom at the right time but they shouldn't have yeah it also okay so this episode the crux the the description on hulu and probably in tv guides when it came out student trains hellhounds to kill people at prom this plot line could have just been swept from the entire episode. It is handled so quickly and yeah. without any stakes whatsoever. Yeah. And Nicole and I both laughed so hard at this. Buffy has this kid, Tucker, who is who trained these hellhounds to eat Haycat, to uh, eat people in suits. And... She's like, why'd you do this? And then he's like, well, here's why. Then they do a flash, (laughs) a single flash of him saying to a girl, hey, you want to go to prom? No. And then that's it. One rejection, (laughs) a single rejection made this dude find demons, learn how to train them, learn how to obtain them, then train them, and then send them out in the world. (laughs) He could have just learned how to be a better man. He could have just sent this devil's advocate. He could have just sent them after that one girl. He could have gotten <laughs> one hellhound sent it after that girl. Like everybody didn't do anything. I was Why like, do we all have to suffer. I was like, what devil's advocate are you about to say right now? But yeah, and I was like, there's no good way to say this. But like, an easier thing to do would have been to train one hellhound to attack that one girl, which would have been as simple as putting it in her car. Yeah. Or I don't know, may I guess like it, demon shit is harder to trace back to you, but not for the scoobs. I was going to say like, it's just like when her car starts up, there's an explosive rigged to it and then she <laughs> blows up, Sl- slowly poison her, do something. I think this episode was essentially just them trying to tell us like, oh, Angel's about to get a spinoff because they like they didn't realize or something. And they were like, oh, shit, we should tell people before the series, before the season ends. So essentially the episode, excuse me, essentially the episode 
is they're all planning for prom. Buffy is talking about it. And now they're having these like weird incompatibilities that they've had the whole time. But Angel is really starting to notice. Joyce oversteps her boundaries as a parent and goes and talks to Angel and says, hey, Buffy needs to have a future without you. Angel totally agrees and then breaks up with Buffy uh, in the sewer while they're in the middle of trolling. And then they're just kind of like going through the motions at the breakup. But then in the end, of course, he comes to our prom and he's like, hey, you know, I came here to dance with you, but you're still not my bitch anymore. Yeah, I wrote down a bunch of stuff. Oh, because he's leaving right after the Ascension to go to Angel the series. Yeah, I he was like. Uh, I couldn't get down there. Wait, hold on. We will get in. uh, We'll get into that theme song, which I guess we should announce right now. Sure. Uh, Hey guys, is starting with season four of Buffy over on Patreon.com forward slash MLM Pod. We're gonna be doing Angel, and on that first episode, I will explain my thoughts on that theme song. How fucking great it is. Ooh. You don't like the angel theme song? It's so, it's so bad. It's so generic. It doesn't oh, amp you it. up at all. What? No. Wow. It just I mean, you're sound, wrong, but... It sounds like royalty-free, like, goth <laughs> orchestra. I thought it sounded great. Oh. I guess we have, t- we have different definitions of great. Yeah, I mean, yours is wrong, and mine is <laughs> like a... Merriam-Webster definition. Buffy's like, oh, so what you're saying is you don't want to be with me? And Angel could have just said, like, no, I want to be on my own show. in the middle of the episode. What? When we were getting in the notes, I thought we would just start at the beginning. You kind of just jumped to the middle of the episode. Well, no, we were were talking. I'm going off what you were saying. I was just recapping the episode. Oh, well, I wanted to just go with that. And then. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like, no, I want to be on my own show starting season four of Buffy. And then they look into the camera. Yeah. 7 <laughs> p.m. Show. WB. Right after Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, it was right after? It wasn't like the lead-in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess like they, they want the lead-in. Yeah, never mind as Buffy. So in the beginning of the episode, Buffy is talking about how um, she falls asleep at his house and she's like, oh, I need to fix my hair. And he's like, you can't, no mirrors. And it's stuff like that that doesn't, that's not a, That's not an indication that they shouldn't be together. You should just be like more cognizant and caring of your partner. She is not a vampire. So having one mirror in your house wouldn't kill you. Do you also not have like a, a toilet there because you don't use the bathroom? Do they not use the bathroom? I'm just saying, like, I'm just, okay. why would he need to? Well, he does eat. Okay, do you not have a faucet there because you don't drink water? But he showers, though, right? Okay. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm not going to get my water out of the fucking shower. Okay. Every time I'm thirsty, I just go to the bathroom and I'm like... (laughs) Turn on the shower and say, like, hey, you know, it's it's little streams I can slurp off from. Gosh, you would have to be in the shower for so long. Or just get, like, a cup of water. No. Uh, You just open your mouth real wide. And get a bunch of streams. Oh, I wouldn't do it that way. I would, I guess, do it not that way. Or if you have a high-pressure shower head, that's just like one stream, the ones that kind of hurt you. Or the one that has like several settings. But this was the 90s, so I don't think they had those. No, my house had one. 
Oh, rich white man here bragging about his shower head. <laughs> I totally like until just now I forgot those existed, and I'm like, "Fuck, man, I really want one of those." I have one now. Well, you can just get one off Amazon. I don't know if we're allowed to change our shower head. We, I do need to. That's one of the things. There are many things that we need to once the pandemic is over to tell our apartment like, hey, these things need to be fixed because now this shower head sometimes like leak streams that shoot up above the shower and get things wet. Just change it. And then before you move, you change it back. Okay. So Buffy wants to take him to prom, but I had never known of a prom that didn't have an age restriction. He would have to have some type of identification to take her to the prom that said, like my prom, you couldn't be older than I think 21 it might have been 20. It was either 20 or 21. If you were above that age, you couldn't go to prom in my high school. Mine was, if you're not a teenager, you, you're you not allowed. No. no, my high school didn't have it. It was 19 because, you know, some people might be 19 and still in high school. I think it was 21, which is a weird cutoff because if I'm 21 and I'm going to prom, I'm going to bring alcohol. Yeah. But then also, why am I 21 dating somebody going to prom? Unless you're a super senior three times over, you shouldn't be 21 going to prom. You shouldn't be 21 going to prom unless you're chaperoning because you had your child very, very young. And now your 18 year old is going to prom and you, their 21 year old parent, um, are take, this is not a great joke. Or <laughs> you started college very early because you're very smart and you're a teacher who is 21 and you're chaperoning as a teacher. Yeah. But then you're not going, to, you're just going as a teacher. Yeah, but you're chaperoning. Volunteer. Well, th- that's fine. I mean, there are teachers there that are 40, but like as a as someone going as a date, you shouldn't be 21 going to prom. Oh, no, no. Not at but all. So essentially just, hey, 21-year-olds, stop dating high schoolers. Yeah. This has been what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, Why does Anya go to school? She doesn't have to do that. that. That's what I don't get about these demons sometimes is that they go to school. Why are you doing that? Who's making you do this? Uh, Didn't one of the demons say like a few episodes ago when we recapped with Anya, weren't they like, well, you this is yours to to handle. You have to be a teen now. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she has to go to school. She doesn't have parents, so her parents won't get in trouble if she just doesn't go. Yeah, this entire thing doesn't make sense. And And where uh, the hell is she staying? If she's a teenager, what is she? Is she renting a staying in a hotel? I think, there, I think there's a demon hangout. Oh, oh, it might be like this. You know, when uh, there are these things called uh, comedy condos where a uh, uh, yeah. You, but for the listener, comedy clubs will rent out either a condo or a hotel and all the comics each weekend will stay there. Maybe it's like that, but for demons, like demons are like, hey, this is a safe house you can go to if you're ever in the area. Go there, please. We don't have room service, so don't just like, you know, jack off into the coffee filter and wait for someone to do that, like to the next person to have a weird tasting coffee. That Those are things that happen in comedy condos. Disgusting. Now, yeah. she wouldn't be able to stay at the demon condo because she is a human now. But that to me begs the question, where is she staying? She doesn't have parents. I. But she was in like this room when talking to that bigger demon. So there has to be some place for her to stay. She has to Maybe have she a, just, Doesn't she have like a savings account or something being in 
forever that you have to if you've lived for this long it's why like vampires can be vampires because they've lived for thousands of years you know how to start playing the stock markets or just like investing in things and be that rich so i think a demon would also have those means or she has demon friends who can help her out or as a vampire couldn't i just oh i like this mansion kill the homeowner oh i need some money Kill all the people at the banks. Yeah. Take some money. Why not? Didn't somebody in season one live inside the school's attic? Uh, it was that invisible girl, wasn't it? I think so, but I wasn't sure. Maybe uh, maybe that's where Anya lives. Is she it- lives in that girl's old little uh, apartment, her little studio apartment in the ceiling. Why do you bring up the invisible girl? <laughs> because the payoff of her going to that fucking government agency and it never being referenced again, at least since now, is batshit. Why'd you just look over there like that? Sorry, one of my cats is rubbing up against my foot and I thought okay. it was a bug. Hey, been so, there, done that. Joyce goes and gives Angel this lecture. I, I, it felt ill-timed. You had a ton of time to go talk to him. They are wrapping things up really – they should have been hinting to the fact that he was going to get a spinoff – at least halfway through the season. Yeah, I don't I don't understand any of this show's pacing for the most part. Yeah. This was not well and it wasn't in character. Joyce has always been a hands-on. The only thing I'd say in char- was in character was that she went and did that behind Buffy's back. I also during this made me remember that Buffy has a sister and once this sister comes about, I'm going to have so many questions. Is it Joyce's daughter? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, my God. Because if it's Joyce's daughter, if Michelle Tranchenbachin is Michelle a Tranchenbachin, I, I will be so pissed because it's like, oh, so you are so overbearing to just one daughter. You care so much about your, like, I'm a mother first and an art director second. Learn that. (laughs) I'm kidding. Flip those around. But, oh, this other daughter, I don't give a shit about because in the divorce, the dad got her. I don't get this show. I'm not going to tell you. We're really (laughs) close to that storyline. It's season four. Oh, we're not that close now. <laughs> oh my god, it's season five shit. <laughs> yeah, um, the Angel has this dream where he and Buffy get your nails out of my thigh. Angel has this dream <laughs> where he and Buffy get married, and um, at the end of it, they go outside. First of all, as they're walking towards the the like outside the chapel, the sun is up. Which, how did he get in there in the first place? If he's a vampire, yeah, that's what all, I thought. Why not just have a night wedding? But then, plot twist, they step outside into the sunlight and Buffy burns in some of the worst graphics I've ever seen on the show. I was like, why didn't they just let her burn like a regular old demon? But I guess it was a dream. And since I have really crazy dreams, I guess, um, I recently had a, a dream that I was in the store. I was in a plant store and I couldn't find any. And the lady was like walking me through all the plants. But I knew that none of the plants I would buy would be able to grow And I was like, damn, that probably means something like I just I couldn't figure out how to get anything that would grow. Um, And then I left the plant store and I almost got hit by a plane that was emergency landing in the Walmart parking lot because I was walking to Walmart. And then I saw another plane that was about to land, too. So I jumped out of the way. But then I heard a car honking and it was honking at me and it swerved around me and it didn't hit me. But then I looked around. And I called out to like my friends. I was with my friends and I called out to them, but they were just gone out of nowhere. And then 
everybody around me was laying on the ground. And then I was like, why is everybody laying down for it? And then I looked over and there was this tiny little white woman and she had an assault rifle and she was like, get out of the ground. And I was like, oh, that's how I was laying on the ground. So <laughs> I laid down and then I started praying real hard. And then I saw her like pull the trigger and I saw the bullet like, Whoo! and then I got shot in the head and I was like, <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, I was shaking so hard when I woke up. <laughs> I had a dream where I woke up and I said, man, I need to see what dream interpretation this means because I interpret all my dreams. it was another ghost dream, but it wasn't I, I, I was on a scavenger hunt for like this coin. But the the myth behind this coin is that a boy before he died hit it. So I, it's also just like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where the kid says, I'm cold. Um <laughs> But I was like, oh, my God, I had a relationship with this, like a friendship with this ghost in a previously. I don't know. And what I did was I looked in a mirror and like started calling for him. And then all of a sudden the mirror fogged up and I was like, he's here. He's here. And then it swipes so I can just see my own face. And then like a line, you know, where Nelly had a bandage. So listeners picture that, but where that was just like a line started bruising so much. And I was like, the coin's going to come out of my cheek. And then I woke up immediately and then curled up next to Nicole. And I was scared. <laughs> was not expecting this reaction. <laughs> it was I curled up next to Nicole and then I was <laughs> All right, let's get to some notes and then we can finish this up. So after the like Buffy asking Angel, like, well, let's get some mirrors. Let's get let's get some drawers because couples have drawers. And I was like, hey, guys, uh, what's in your couple's drawers? Nicole and I's couple's drawers is mainly full of Game Boys. Um, mine is also full of toys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like getting dumped in any setting as hell, but damn. Um, first of all, he was being quite an asshole in the sewer scene. Yeah. It would have been one thing if they had been, like, having arguments. You are dumping her because you want better for her, and he was being so nasty to her. And also, too, as well, don't dump me in a fucking sewer. Do I, she should have stabbed him again. Should have ran that nigga with, ran him through with another sewer. Also... Him saying like, oh, you're, you need something better. You need someone who you can make love to, which, hey, if two people can't make love with each other, there is such a thing as mutual masturbation. Try it out. But with this, Angels is the perfect man for her in the sense of like perfect for a slayer, will always be alive, can help her out significantly in slayer shit, and he knows the underground vampire ways, so he is a resource for her shit. She she can't have kids. That would be the worst thing imaginable and the most selfish thing someone can do. So I maybe like Buffy would do it, but yeah, no, yeah, just to be like, I want a child. I'm going to bring them into this world. Well, guess what? The vampires can now take your child hostage and. 
use that against you. It would be like a she go on one of those tangents where she's like, a slayer is always alone. But if I had this one thing, this one part of me, I would <laughs> and they'd be like, Buffy, no. <laughs> she'd be like, I need it. But you could totally have like artificial insemination maybe wasn't as like advanced as it is now, but they could have had children. Uh, but I don't think vampires, I don't think have sperm. Do they? I mean, like, yeah. okay. like when you die, it's still there. Like oh, a regular man. But then it'd be like a Twilight Bella Edward thing, probably. Uh, well, no, Twilight Bella Edward would have been a Buffy Angel thing. OK, sorry. Mm, when he was like, uh, this is breaking my heart. And she was like, you have a heart. I was like, damn, you are going through it. And actually a full blown Capricorn. I'm uh, oh, man, there was something I was going to say. What were we talking about her? Oh, yeah. Just like them taking the child hostage. Like it's like Buffy. Remember how upset you were when they killed Mrs. Calendar, your teacher? This is your child, you stupid idiot. <laughs> or, or like, I guess like stupid idiot towards Angel to think that she should have children. Like, no, it's out of the question. Put that in her head. Yeah. He could have waited until after prom, but then I guess yeah. Buffy explained. He doesn't really know what prom is, I guess, sort of suppose, I guess. Promenade. Just say that to him in his English you know where mind. Prom comes from? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. TC's face is just uh, surprised <laughs> and happy right now. Yeah. I just thought it, I, I didn't know what it meant. I was just like, yeah, the prom. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm per, I'm 99.9% positive. Promenade. Cool. Um, so then right after they break up, uh, they uh, leave the sewer without finding the, the demon they're looking for, I think. No, no, they, they stabbed the, the vampire. She like quick oh. stabs. That was it? Yeah. A little anticlimactic, the, the demons in this episode. Very. Um, so then there's a scene where Buffy is, and I typed this note before seeing the rest of it. There's a scene where she's sitting on her roof, and Angel is kind of just looking out the window. And I put, uh, the depression scene didn't last long enough. They, have you ever seen Twilight? I think Eclipse. I've only seen the first one. It's either New Moon or Eclipse. I'm sorry. I didn't knock this man off the couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's either New Moon or Eclipse where, uh, I think it's Eclipse, they're celebrating Bella's birthday. She's opening a gift and oh, the she uh, gets a paper cut and Jasper goes crazy. So then she's like, guys, it's fine, it's fine. Edward trying to protect her, throws her into something. Now there's even more blood. So now all the vampires are like, oh, I gotta eat her. Um, he gets her out of the situation, but then he like meets her in the woods and tells her, oh, you know, we're dangerous to you. You can't be a part of my life. I'm leaving. Essentially, exactly what Angel did in this episode. So it's like, we get it, Stephanie Meyer. You're a thief, but whatever. Um, <laughs> except he leaves her in the middle of the forest. And she's trying to find him, but she gets lost. I think Jacob comes and gets her out of the forest. And then they do this thing where she's sitting in her bedroom. And if I remember correctly, it's like a camera is going around her in a circle. And you're just seeing the seasons pass around her like outside of her bedroom as like the months swipe past on the screen. And that was a depression scene. Mm. Mm. Anyway, can we go back? We, we totally skipped over Anya trying to. I'll get Xander to take her to the prom. Okay. So first she's like, Oh, can you go to prom? And he's like, why? Well, why are you asking me also being a dickling during it? And then she says, you're not quite, you're not quite as obnoxious as the other males in school. And I'm like, Xander isn't the worst person in this high school. How? That's terrible. And then 
N- Nicole j- is screaming like, was this, uh, Nicole knows nothing about the show and is just like, was this person dropped on their head? What is wrong with her? And then like, it's so stupid that she, she would never go for Xander. And it's crazy that this show was during a time where just queer people could not be on a fucking TV show because she would have been like, oh, I'm going to date a woman. Hey, Cordelia, that would have been cute. Yeah. And then she could have been like brought on as like a cast member on what's it called? On Angel? Yeah. Because Cordelia goes over there, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. My bad. (laughs) I've seen, I know the theme song, so I know I've seen the the opening. (laughs) It's so bad. You're wrong. It's so bland. But then then my last note about that is she chose Sock Puppet of Love Dude. Because he's like, oh, it was either I go with the demon or my sock puppet of love. And it's like, that's you could go to prom alone. That's okay. Yeah. To be, I didn't go to prom, but I assume you go to prom alone. I did not go to prom either. I went, I did not have enough credits to go to prom. So my then girlfriend, I got a dress from Marshall's and she picked me up and took me to Leona's uh, where I had very, very, very gross food. Um, and then we went back to her place where we were supposed to sleep with one another, but she caught her brother making out with her best friend and it made her really angry. So we went to the nearest Hojo's and smoked with some of my classmates that also didn't have enough credits to go to prom. Oh, hell yeah. It actually was not fun. I did not enjoy it. I think I probably ate Subway and watched Ghost Hunters with my then girlfriend. We did not have great prom nights. I, do you want to recreate it? Do you want to go to prom with me, James? Yeah. I'm going to wear the suit. Okay. We can or both wear suits. Sweetheart. That doesn't work for me. Okay. Have you ever gotten a sew-in? A what? Like a, a sew-in. I'm going to need you to have longer hair. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I have long hair now. Mm, how long? Hold on, I'll show you. I'm going to need it down your back, hon. Oh, that's not long enough. But it is pretty long, yeah. you got a good little bang. Look at you. When... After the slight depression scene, Willow and Buffy are sitting on her bed and they're talking and Willow's like, oh, you know, it's my job to not like him. But then Buffy's like, he's right. And Willow's like, I agree. As the best friend, your job is to be like, okay, he may have been right, but the delivery, the delivery was off. Mm. But then Buffy was sitting there and she was like, um, Willow's like, I'm sure this is horrible. And Buffy's like, right now it's worse. I'm just trying to uh, keep uh, from dying. I can't breathe. And I... (laughs) burst into tears <laughs> crying with Buffy and I was like damn damn now that's a depression scene Woo! bitch said I'm just trying to remember how to breathe anyway um, and then the whole demon shit happens it's it's bland and we can I'm fine with just skipping to to the end because we're also almost out of time I actually had uh, I, I wish that um, Zam sometimes genuinely I wish he'd die when he goes to pick on Cordelia and it's like, you see him get like happy about the fact that he gets to go in there. But then they do that thing where they paint him as this person. He's not Xander would not have bought her dress. He's not that type of person. He's not a nice person. I don't think there's a kind bone in his body. He's not a quote unquote good. He is a shitty person yeah. who would not have bought her that dress. He would have been vindictive and told all of his friends that she was poor now. Because it's they're trying to set this up of like Xander is a good person. This is just how he deals with his insecurities. And it's like, well, 
eventually, if for three years you have been doing this over and over again, you eventually become that person and you're not good anymore. Yeah. Um, one point I would have about the Hellhounds, when Buffy goes to stop Tucker, who has beautiful teeth, by the way, um, she's like, oh, you got to be quicker than that. And she opens some door and all of the cages are empty because, of course, Buffy has done her like, I'm going through something. So I'm going to go off and handle this alone thing. And she always does this. She never doesn't do this. So at this point, if I was the Scoobies and she was like, go get ready for prom, I'd be like, I want to go put on some tactical gear and just wait for this to fall apart. <laughs> I'd have been outside in a turtleneck and like a, a fucking protective vest like. Girl, I knew you weren't going to be able to figure it out. I knew they were going to come here. What else? Buffy ends up... They, first of all, they give out superlatives at prom, which I didn't know they did that, but whatever. I didn't go to prom, but I uh, at our senior breakfast, I was awarded um, most talkative. I got most opinionated and uh, most unique dress, but we've talked about that before. Most unique dress doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> I was fine with it. Giles says on mass, and I didn't know that's how you say that. I've been saying in mass my whole life. I've just always read it. I've never had to say it. And then at the end of the episode, uh, Angel ends up, oh God, uh, Wesley wants to dance with Cordelia. And Giles tells her to do it because she's 18 and he has the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone. And like, I get that that's supposed to be funny, but it's not. It's gross. It's gross for you to be like, well, you're such an immature, probably 30-year-old man that you should go dance with this 18-year-old. Also, how is Wesley invited to this? He was not brought on to the, he wasn't brought on like Giles was, yeah. but he was planted as a librarian. Wesley is literally just a 30-year-old English man at a student event. I feel like he is, there are instances where I'm like, is he just like 21? Is that is that how old he's supposed to be? He should not be a prom if he's 21. Oh, yeah. We've already discussed that. <laughs> when when Cordelia comes in in this dress that Xander helped pay for, Wesley looks and he's like, uh, I said, he makes a face where I'm like, oh, I jizzed in my pants. But then uh, Nicole was sitting next to me. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oi, I creamed me trousers because That's he's absolutely a... terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Nicole's face said because she just looked at me disappointed. He wouldn't say oi. He's not. He's not Australian. People over there say oi as well across the they pond. Say, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh bother. Uh, what? Um, I teared up. When Buffy was being given the Protector of the Class Award. Yeah. And it was very funny when they were like, you know, it's we, we've realized that our, our town isn't like others. It's kind of weird. And so, pe two people just scream out, zombies, hyena <laughs> people. It was good. I like that. And then somebody goes, Snyder. Oh, oh, I did not hear that. I was too busy laughing. <laughs> So Angel comes in at the end, he dances with her. And to me, it's like, no, I don't, you, even if it was the right thing to do, you still handled it poorly. So now I don't want to do that thing where it's like, like, what are we doing? What, what is this? Also too, as well, she is too young for stuff like that. It would be one thing if like they were like 30 and you're like, oh, we can have this one last night. But then that's like, I think it's still unhealthy, I think. But I think a 30-year-old might understand that better than a 17. An 18-year-old is not going to understand, no, I'm serious. This is the one last. Like, they don't get stuff like that. Or at least I didn't at 18, but I wasn't a superhero. Yeah. Who is pretty selfish, so she probably didn't understand it either. That was the worst version of Wild Horses I've ever heard in my life. It was terrible. 
I don't know the song. What? You don't know Wild Horses? Maybe you drag me it. away? I might have heard it before, but I don't know. By a band that I can't think of right now? Guns N' Roses. I don't think so. I don't know. Like I said. But that was all I had. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I think this episode, what they should have done was just cut out all the Hound stuff and sell more commercials. Why not? The Rolling Stones. Okay. They probably, I mean, I, I get that there has to be like some demonic aspect, but seriously, seriously, if they had just done this episode and been like, the episode is going to be about the fact that like Angel's leaving, I would have preferred that. Yeah. But I guess they had, usually what TV shows do is they'll do that thing where they'll have a like those, that person centric episode and it would have been like Angel going to LA to scope things. Because essentially what we know of right now is that Angel is leaving. We don't know where. We don't know why or what he's going to do. How are you setting this up for something I'm going to want to watch? Who would take a chance on this show? Yeah, it's – yeah, you're right. They should have had him – it should not have been Buffy's mom uh, being the catalyst of this move. It should have been something else. It should have been him realizing like, oh, I'm better suited over here and what – and it should have just been that conversation in the morning with him and Buffy of like, oh, wow, like I can't do this. Where what where should I be going? Where do I best fit in? And how can I do this in a way that is most productive for Buffy and least and least cruel to her? I would have been fine if Joyce had been the catalyst, if it had been earlier on in the scene. You can, yeah. We have essentially, even though it's a two-party, we have one episode left. Mm -hmm. How are we going to wrap all of this up now with the, the episode before the finale, him being like, okay, I'm leaving. Like, what? it's so out of nowhere. Yeah, because we can't, we can't include what the mayor was saying because he was just being a dick. Like, it's not uh, supposed to be substantial because as Buffy said, he is the bad guy. Now, to be fair, He's right. He, he he was on money. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they did that like they didn't know they were going to get a spinoff. I'm actually checking the fun facts to see. This is Sarah Michelle Gellar's favorite episode. Why? Because she got to be in that prom dress. And as in the a... Episode, in, the epi in the scene where Angel breaks up with Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar has admitted that she could not stop crying and the set was closed for 25 minutes to allow her to recover. Oh. Mm, now, again, that scene where her and Willow was laying on the bed, I also needed 25 minutes to recover, but that's not the... I think this is, for a very sad reason, her favorite episode, because she is a child actor, she might not have ever gone to prom. Oh, that is pretty sad. Well, I, I didn't go to prom. That's fine. You just asked your, your like, buddy... If he wanted to go to prom with you, so it's wow. I was just trying to be fucking nice. I don't want to go to prom with you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I, I don't want to go now. Okay. Fucking asshole. No, I'm okay. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that the only fun facts? Yeah, there was nothing about whether or not they had just found it. I, I just don't get it. I don't get why they did it this way. Oh, we'll look into it. Maybe the angel fun facts will tell us something. They could have scrapped the entire Bell Tower episode and dedicated that to, like, I get it. Okay, you need your prom episode because it's a staple of, like, the last year of high school. Fine. We didn't need the, the, the Buffy could have been, like, 
the B character and they're like, oh, she's going crazy because she's hearing things. And Angel could have been off in LA. There were episodes in the season we didn't really need that could have been dedicated to him starting to find himself being pulled to LA yeah. instead of him just being like, I'm leaving in a week and I don't know where I'm going or why. We'll just spend the first episode of the Angel thing discussing why they did it this way. If there's a fucking reason. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of reasons, what's the reason you're on social media and stuff? And how can people find you? I'm on social media because I'm depressed and don't go outside very often. So it's nice to still be connected to the world. If you'd like to see my connections to the world, you can follow me on Twitter at Tavia. Oh, no, you can follow me on Instagram at Tavia.CW. Um, where I post pictures of myself more and more frequently and usually standing on things. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Tavia underscore CW because they don't let you put a period. And unlike the the opening tag for this uh, series, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this bit until they change that stupid rule. But I'll never do it like that again because that was pretty clunky. I enjoyed That's it. That's all I got. Hey, guys. Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod for Patreon or er, er, yeah, Patreon-exclusive podcasts, which will eventually get some Angel stuff up there. But currently, it's talking about Beyblade. That's why my one-man podcast where I'm going through every episode of the first season, only the first season of Beyblade. And then I, I can't wait. It'll turn into a Metabots podcast after that. I'm excited for that. But I got 51 episodes of Beyblade to get through. Also, Engage with Nicolas Cage. That's Nicole and I talking about every episode or every movie of Nicolas Cage's. And the Toka Reading Corner. But if you guys are listening to this the day it is released, on Friday, September 25th, Nicole and I are doing for her, like, wares and her merchandise, we're doing an online shopping network thing over on the Mostly Speaking Sentai YouTube page, and then also Darling Homebody on Facebook and on Instagram. She's releasing for the first time these dinosaur cats, these uh, resin. I think they're made out of resin. I will get all of this stuff wrong, but they're models that she made, or figures, not models, that she made the molds for, made, like sculpted the model. They're super duper cute. They're being released for the first time that day and 20% off for the night when that is released. And I'm pretty sure there will be a promo code just for that night that will be given on the stream. So Friday, September 25th at I think 5 or 6 p.m. Central Time. Nicole, are you in here? Nicole is not in here. Go to her Instagram, Darling Homebody, and you'll find all the information. That's all I'm going to plug this week. And I would like to give a big shout out to our $10 patrons over on patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. We've got Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex, Alex Z, a.k.a. The Waz. The Waz. Orion, a.k.a. Defoe. We got Kayla, two grapes. Two grapes. Duo Grun Fox. That's two Gruns for the price of Fox. Or no, that's two Fox for the du- price of duo Grun. Duo for the price of Grun. Tyler Wright and a brand new $10 patron, Elliot W. Elliot W. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot W. Uh, I I think there's something wrong with with the recording. You you kept uh, it, it kept repeating. 
No, I have uh, effects. I have like a whole mixing board here. Oh, hell yeah. When'd you get that? Oh, you have a whole mixing board, but not a proper microphone. Maybe you should have done that in the other. Listen, listen to this tag. James, look, James, look, just shut the fuck up. James. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I've been James. I've been Tavia. And this has been what, what the, the hell, hell mouth? mouth? I don't remember how we exit things anymore. What the hell now? What the hell? This has been what the hell now? Yeah, see you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.